tonight at the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 193, The King's Demons. My name is John, and joining me every time we go to the Ren Fair at Casa de Fruta is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, I think that made sense. That made sense to me, and if you're in Northern California, it probably also made sense to you, and if you're not... Well, that's okay. Yes, uh, I've never myself been to a Ren Fair. Shut up! I just really? I just know that it takes place. Well, every time the Ren Fair is in, I guess season is it? Yes. Uh, it's it's around when football starts, so I just never go. Yeah, it's it's September October up here. Yeah, so I never make it out there. Oh, we've we've gone many a time. We have taken the kids, uh, and honestly, I don't. I think we missed out on doing it last year, and I'm kind of disappointed now because who knows what it's going to look like now. Yes, who knows? I mean, October still. Oh, jeez, it's, it's only it's four months away. Jeez. Okay, that that just made it seem so much closer. That and my birthday. <laughs> it is pretty close. It is. It is pretty close. Uh, Taylor, how are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you know, work continues to plow on. Right. Um, the rest of the family is, well, not the rest of the family, me and Kobe are still working, but the rest of the family is now officially on spring, uh, spring break, Oy, summer break, one of those breaks. Feels like spring though, doesn't it? Um, a little bit. Yeah. We had kind of a cool weekend. We're about to heat back up for a few days, but yeah, things are good. I mean, in our little bubble here, meanwhile, I yes. look out from the bubble and I'm like, this planet is getting weirder. And weirder every single day. And I don't easily know how to comprehend it sometimes. A lot has changed in a week. Um, And which is funny because we said that last week. Yep. (laughs) And you know what? I think I hope we continue to say a lot has changed in a week. So long as it continues to change for the good. Yes. Because there can be some really kind of bonkers change that I am not down for right now. No, no, no. But yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of um, I don't know. I think this movement, I think we got it this time. I Man, I hope so. I think it's safe to say that black lives still matter. Yes. Trans women are women. Trans men are men. J.K. Rowling is trash. Oh, my God. And we need to defund the police. Yes. I saw a tweet that said, can we just pretend that Daniel Radcliffe wrote Harry Potter? I fully support this. I 100%. I assume you saw his. um, Yes. Yes. Powerful. Great stuff. Between that and people saying, yeah, I don't know. These Harry Potter books just appeared one day. We don't know who wrote them. Yes. Oh, well. And I'm fine with that, too. In fact, I love um, the actress who plays Cho Chang. Oh, yes. She has got the greatest, like, tweet thread where it starts off. Like, the very first tweet is like, oh, yeah, boy, do I have some feelings about playing Cho Chang. Buckle up. Here we go. And it literally is just a thread of just, like, links to support, like, independent black business owners and black Lives matters and, and bail funds and everything. And so it's, it's a complete bait and switch, which is genius. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't get it. I just, <laughs> don't get it. I just don't get it. I do How are you it. by the way? Uh, I'm good. I, um, I'm trying to think of what's going on. Oh, I, I, uh, finished my first week yeah. at my job. It was great. Yeah. I'm on to Excellent. week two. I effectively have binge watched uh, season twelve of RuPaul's Drag Race. I finished oh, today. Wow. Well, you know, because I'm doing I'm doing stuff post stuff for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was great. It's fun. I think that brightens my week, and I guess that kind of segues into what's making us happy this week. I would say RuPaul's Drag Race is making me very happy. Yeah, nice. It's just a fun, positive show. You know, there's 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 the drama. Every once in a while, there's some shade thrown, but overall, great show. I really liked it. This season was a lot of fun. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I'm on to, what am I watching right now? I'm watching, uh, I think, yeah, it's out, so I can talk about Celebrity Drag Race. Okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm watching that right now, and, you know, the feel-good continues. So that, you know, that's a nice little, uh, 
I don't want to call it an escape because we shouldn't be escaping what's happening right now. But, no, uh, but you've you've got to kind of also watch out for yourself at the same time. You can, yes. You know, self-care is important. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. I guess the other thing that's making me happy this week is right now, as we are recording this, uh, one of my favorite wrestling promotions, New Japan Pro Wrestling, announced that they're coming back next week. So I'm excited about that. It's an exclusive. That's hearing an, it here first. <laughs> hearing it here first, unless you are part of hashtag wrestling Twitter, then you already know about it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Taylor, what about you? Um, you know what? We uh, This past week was our big triple birthday week of my mom and Echo and Amber back to back to back. Um, and so just having a week where... You know, on Tuesday, we literally drove down to San Jose, mm. the whole family, with presents and chalk, and we just decorated, like, my parents' whole, like, front walk <laughs> with stuff with birthday messages and had a, a socially distant, you know, hey, how's it going? We love you. Happy birthday. Here's some tomato plants. That's great. That kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, shoot, Echo's a nine-year-old now which is yeah. about. Oh my goodness. Um, and then we had Amber's birthday on Thursday, which was um, good. And, you know, she wanted Cheesecake Factory for dinner. So I drove down to Pleasanton to pick up Cheesecake Factory. Nice. On a blisteringly hot day. And it, it was like every aspect of traffic just. Wow. Like had, had it out for me. On the weekend? Between. No, on a Thursday. Interesting. Very weird. Um, but they had just also lifted the curfew. Yes. Um, in our area, but there were still some road closures, and there was a big old accident on the freeway. So I kind of just had to get, get creative in my route while absolutely cranking the new Run the Jewels album. <laughs> yes, which is uh, another thing that is making me very happy. Hell yeah! That album is amazing and it really is. it's very uh poignant um yeah to say the least to say the very least worth checking out absolutely all right so, yeah. yeah that's great good stuff so before we talk about king's demons let us uh get into some who news indeed indeed folks if you have tickets to gallifrey one or if you still want to get tickets to gallifrey one because i have not heard that they've sold out yet um yeah. yeah um it's you know it's next february who knows what next february will hold uh, right now we are just planning on uh, something happening but if you do have tickets and you haven't seen gallifrey one announced this just yet hotel day hotel reservation day is coming up normally it's come and gone by this point but june 26th at noon pacific time um, is when the block of rooms uh, goes up for reservations. So, and uh, tickets are still available. Yeah. I just checked. And I mean, they went on sale super early. Literally the week the after. Week, the week after. And yeah. I mean, I think the week after that was when shelter in place and all that started happening. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a lot of people probably, you know, forgot that the tickets were still on sale so yeah um yeah they're still on sale um but yeah the hotel's coming up so let's get ready for that yeah definitely it seems so far away it really does it seems very weird to think about with everything that's going on yeah but uh if february comes around and everything is okay enough to have uh, uh this event you don't want to be without a hotel room and they don't charge you for it right away. So it's no, just a reservation. So. Yes. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> um, now you listeners may have noticed on our Twitter last Saturday, uh, our, our daily tweet advertising the episode said that there were multiple uh, live tweets happening. Well, that's because I literally schedule an entire week's worth of tweets um, ahead of time. And between the time that I had, or yeah, between the time that I had scheduled the tweet and the tweet came out, um, the lockdown who, the final lockdown who, uh, got canceled. Oh, and they basically threw their support 
behind the um what was it doctor who blackout yes yes um which sounds like it went off fantastic we were having a little party for echo that day so i missed literally the whole thing um but from what i did see when i could check in on twitter and stuff that it it, it looks like it was very successful oh good um, but the folks who organize uh lockdown who uh still went ahead and they had a, a video uh, of a little piece that was uh, written by Stephen Moffat and performed by Matt Lucas and Pearl Mackey uh, called The Best of Days. Uh, I watched it actually just before we started recording. It's it's, it's very sweet, very kind of poignant, um, always worth a watch, and there will be a link to it in the show notes. Yes, I have, I have not gotten a chance to watch this yet, but I will, I will definitely check it out. I mean, Lockdown Who, just the whole thing, just... Uh, Everybody coming together to create new content to keep us busy. Mm-hmm. If only they would do this every wilderness year. <laughs> right? I know it's different this time around, but, you know. But but clearly it's something that could be done. Yes. You know, so, no, that would be nice. That would be nice. Um, so, uh, we've talked previously about this whole Time Lord Victorious uh, thing, and that link doesn't work anymore. Oh, lovely. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I just brought the uh, link up to go read some stuff about the Time Lord Victorious titles that uh, Big Finish will be releasing, and the link doesn't work anymore. So that doesn't help us very much. Oh, no. Um, no, it doesn't. I'm trying to so, see if this is um, if this is it. I don't know when this was released. I can't tell what, when it was. I, I literally, okay, so here's what I do. I go to Big Finish. I literally type in time, space, Lord, space, Victor, because I figured anything longer than that. Well, obviously, it's going to bring it up anyway. Um, and it brings up a Big Finish podcast and four titles. Here they are. Um, so there's, uh, let's see, it is a pair, no, a trio of Eighth Doctor stories. Uh, yes. One called Mutually Assured Destruction. And then he kills me, he kills me not. And we had, we had an ood in that one. In a suit. Um, in a, yes, in a suit, no less. Um, and then the enemy of my enemy, which appears by the cover to have him working with Daleks. Yes. Um, and then we have a short trip called Master, Master Thief slash Lesser Evils. And it has got Delgado and Ainley. Yes, as our masters on it, and I—I I don't know why I'm always more excited by the villains, um, <laughs> but that looks great. Um, so I will—I will figure out a way to uh, get that uh, link improved. Oh, I got go. you. I got you. Do you? Okay, because I've got one too here. Um, but you go ahead and update that. I did. Oh, even better. You've got the news article, and I just had like the range uh, 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 link. Yeah, the that works too. Link we have in the show notes will have everything. Yeah, and uh, will work as opposed to the one that I had just clicked on. <laughs> well, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. It it made sense at the time, and it looked like it worked at the time, but now it does not. So better to figure it out now than tomorrow when you're trying to go click on it, folks. Yes. And speaking of big finish, I feel like I say that every single week now. <laughs> uh, This week's free Big Finish title um, is uh, called Doctor Who and the Star Beast. And I bring it up not just because, obviously, it's Big Finish and it's great, but this is exciting. Um, You can get the first chapter of this for free, but it is a comic strip adaptation. Yeah, this is pretty interesting. Um, I, I feel like I knew that they had taken some of the comic strips and adapted them into audio stories, but had forgotten about it. So when I saw that it was, I was like, Oh neat. I really want to see what this is like. Yeah. This should be pretty interesting. Um, so you can get the first chapter for free and the first, uh, the, the volume from which it comes is, uh, $20 down from $30. Yeah. So it's on sale. Uh, so feel free to go and check that out, pick that up. I also would like to recommend, and I haven't listened to it yet, but it looks really, really good. Um, there is an all original series that big finish is doing, um, 
called The Human Frontier. Human Frontier. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check. Um, this is basically a... Um, yeah, Big Finish yeah, Originals, it, Human Frontier, yeah, Nicholas Briggs. Mm-hmm. And so it is It is completely original. It's not based off any existing property, um, but it is kind of that uh, humanity's first steps into space. Yes. Interesting. Um, and exploration. Um, and it sounds really good. So I think it's it's worth checking out. And at least up until recently, they may have dropped it this week, um, but the first... Uh, the first chapter of it they had put out there for free. And I don't think it was specifically part of their, um, no, their lockdown free. So they have two free options, the possibility of life, which is an excerpt. And then they have, is this a full, the full on thing? I don't know what this is. (laughs) Oh, part one. I think part one is for free. I could be wrong, but, uh, yes. No, that is that is. I think that is the first. I've the clicked first it. Part. That's the one I've got. I've clicked it. It's in my account now forever. Sure. Thank you, Big Finish. Um, and you know, something we may I, I keep seeing Big Finish talk about this just while we were on the topic, and obviously, you know, we're not going to have probably the longest episode ever. Nope. Uh, <laughs> is I really want to make a point of checking out something called time slip. Time slip time slip this apparently was a i think it was a bbc kids show um i want to say from the 70s oh my uh, so i'm <laughs> are you looking at this yeah um yes time slip and they've decades got... after their childhood experiences passing through a mysterious time barrier that could transmit <laughs> people into the past and the future Two adults, their names are there, encounter two youths from the 1980s and realize the barrier is open once again. So it is a sequel to what I assume is the the television series you were speaking of. Okay, okay. Um, it's one of those things that I keep seeing on their Twitter. And I was like, what is the show? How have I never heard? about this show because I was raised on quite a lot of British TV. Um, and I was like, this could be interesting. I've got to check it out. And then I see that Sarah Sutton, Nissa is doing some vocal work in this. And I'm like, okay, I'm on board. I have to check this out. Have you, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I Googled time slip and then okay. I went to images. You have to see this. These oh, kids. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, Especially okay. the 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 little the little boy. <laughs> he not time slop. Taylor, you, you can't spell. He oh, looks like boy, um, look at that turtleneck. He looks like squints from from the Sandlot. I could see that. <laughs> this is great. So it's apparently these uh, two. It's these two, but. Um, in the, you know, in the current day, this is amazing. Wow. All right. There this, you go. Okay. It looks like the entire series is at least on Amazon. Um, I have to wonder if you can find the episodes maybe on like Tealy Motion or something. Time for the time slip cast. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see. We'll see. This, this, this looks pretty crazy. It might be fun. It might be fun just for like... I can't really say an off week because we don't have off weeks. Yeah. But it might just be fun since this is kind of, you know, it's a British time travel, you know, it's, it's Dr. Who adjacent. Yes. To, oh man. And I'm going down in, in the image search and I'm just seeing like screen caps from different episodes and I'm like, yeah, this looks, <laughs> this looks funky. It might, it might be fun just to like grab the first episode and be like, you know what? Yeah. We're going to take a break from Dr. Who for a week. We're going to we're going to review one episode of this and see what we think <laughs> that could be fun yeah why not that could be fun all right all right we've rattled on long enough well, about all that thank you for bearing with us folks. are you sure we've rattled on <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> I, I feel like i have okay We're just wandering aimlessly through you know our who news link yes just going off on tangents that's fine which we're good at yes we are good at uh but this week we watched the king's demons Starring Peter Davidson as the Doctor, Janet Fielding as Tegan, Mark Strickson as Turlow. 
Uh, Gerald Flood is chame- the voice of Chameleon. Yes. And uh, James uh, Stoker as Sir Giles Estrom. Yes. Yeah, nailed it. You did it. You did. I did, guys. It was written by Karen Studley and directed by Tony Virgo. Hey. Hey, Tony Virgo. Tony Virgo. You uh, stand over there in action. I don't know. (laughs) Actual behind-the-scenes audio from the filming of the King's Demons people. Yeah, crisp audio quality. Oh, yeah. It first aired March 15th and 16th, 1983. And it is the final story of season 20. And I believe that rounds out season 20 for us personally as well. I think it does. And we have somehow a bunch of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. And and I will be honest, there were even more story notes that I could have put in here that I went, okay, look, I've got to draw the line somewhere. Yes. I don't know how this two-parter um managed to have so many story notes that were like interesting enough to add in here but but it does so go fig (laughs) well first and foremost as always this story had the working titles of the android or the demons or a knight's tale which i would have been cool with and demons keeper Mm. um the, apparently, the the working title "Demons Keeper" appears on some publicity photographs for the story, no less. Interesting, and not even possessive, just "Demons Keeper" plural. Demons Keeper. All right. I mean, I guess all I of those like are all right. Badly done eighties video game "Demons Keeper," or that was what the the kids in hell used besides the trappers keep trapper keeper. There, there you go. Nailed, That's right. Nailed it. Eighties eighties binders in hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the quality of episode you're getting tonight, folks. Yep. Uh, part one was promoted by the BBC as the 600th episode of Doctor Who. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, in order to conceal the fact that the master featured in the story, John Nathan Turner, bless him, had Radio Times credit the role of Sir Giles Estrom, whose surname Estrom is an anagram of master. as being played by james stoker an anagram of master's joke yes that's great love it so when i originally had anthony ainley in the as the master in our notes i went you know what i know john doesn't read the story notes beforehand i'm like i i'm just gonna change this real quick yeah why not (laughs) love it um So at least one of the story's central props, the master's TARDIS in the form of an Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Can be seen in Edmund's chamber in the second episode of The Black Adder. John, are you familiar with the British show The Black Adder? I am familiar with it. I feel like Rowan Atkinson's in it. Correct. And it's, it's like a medieval comedy, yeah? Yeah, okay. Rowan Atkinson is in it. I think Stephen Fry is in it. Um, uh, Hugh Laurie is in it. It is absolutely hilarious. For those of you out there who only think of Rowan Atkinson as Mr. Bean, um, chuck oh, that in the trash. He's so much more. Go find episodes of The Black Adder. They are the best, the absolute best. It is so good. Um, so it... Um, it gives credit to the uh, myth, the idea that uh, the King's Demon actually used the same set as the Black Adder at this point in time, because I think they were both being filmed and uh, aired. Interesting. At this point in the 80s, yeah. Hmm, all right. Yeah. So that's a myth. Um, yeah, it, it is. it is unconfirmed, but there's enough, like, looking at the sets and everything right um to go it really 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 seems like hmm. they used that set i would not be surprised the sets I here looked they looked like very intricate and mm-hmm. uh it seemed like they were going to be used for a while yeah so i wouldn't be surprised yeah so this story marks the debut appearance of a short-lived new companion no not turlo it's chameleon uh in reality a computer-controlled, sound-activated, animated robot created by software designer Mike Power and computer hardware expert Chris Padmore of a firm, oddly enough, called CP, Chris Padmore, Cybernetics. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yep. 
Because I, I mean, and, honestly, I couldn't tell, but it seemed pretty, you know, it seemed skinny enough that nobody uh, would be operating inside of there. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, Chameleon, unfortunately, <laughs> kind of disappears and isn't seen again until Planet of Fire. Jeez. Because Oof. there was a lot that went into um, basically having a remote control actor. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Um, so this episode is one of the few stories, um, and I, 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 I think you can remember the other classic Who stories oh, uh, from the original run of Doctor Who to contain an original song. Uh, in this case, it's called The King's Song by Peter Howell. John, do you remember the other one? It, it's the, the Last Who? Chance Saloon. That's right. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. The but both of the last chance blues. Yeah, both classics. Absolute bangers. Woof. <laughs> and then if I'm not mistaken, oh no no, there was the the Ringmaster's rap in Greatest Show in the Galaxy. Yes. Which you realize we don't get like a full blown song out of it, but boy, I wish we did. I know that'd and be then great. Nothing again until Song for Ten in uh, Christmas Invasion. Wow. Yep. Mm. Yep. But last but not least tonight, um, probably one of the neater uh, aspects of this episode. Um, this was arranged by John Waller. The sword fight between the Doctor and the Master used no stunt performers. That was Peter Davison and Anthony Ainley doing that whole thing from start to finish. That's cool. I like that. I think that's, that's a great I one. Totally great. Yes, that's a great one to end on. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's our show. You <laughs> can uh, fo- <laughs> just about guys. We have a world famous synopsis from Taylor. So Taylor, take it away. All right. I, I for some reason alliteration popped into my head today. So Team Tardis travels to the 13th century in an attempt to. Well, I don't really know why they end up here. However, not all is well with good King John, who isn't where he should be, or is he? And now he's hanging out with a pretty shady crowd. Can the Dr. Tegan and Turlo tie up loose ends and triumph triumphantly before the season ends? Oh, boy. Taylor, this, um, we're gonna let's just overall feelings here. Um, I, man, this was a two parter and it felt long. True. Um, and I said there was also time to sing a song in telling this story. Woof. Twice. Let's twice. be honest. Twice. Twice. Um, yeah, not a lot of meat on the bone here. Uh, pretty just like we're here. There's a bad. There's something going on. Uh, I think um, Ainley saved this story because. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, right. I think if this, you know, didn't have the surprise of the master being in it, this story would probably be uh, one of my least favorite ones. <laughs> um, chameleon was I. I was just like, where, where is this chameleon? Where is this character? And then the character, you know, we the reveal happens, and I mean, we'll get to it. But overall, yeah. this was. I have a, and you know, it's not a good story when I have a note that says I'm 13 minutes into part one and oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) So that, those are my overall feelings, Taylor. It's yeah. I mean, I'm, I I think I'm very much in line with you. It's, it's a decent story. It's not, I I will be honest. It is not like hot trash. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I would not call this hot trash for sure. But it's it is very kind of straightforward in the whole like master and doctor plotting um, in terms of the story. Um, you know, it's kind of like oh they show up, but the king is acting like oh we were expecting you, and you know the doctor's like hmm something's not right. I know Earth history. I've got at least one book on it in the TARDIS and. something's not adding up here so it's like okay we get a little bit of mystery and then eventually at least personally i get to a point where i'm like dude this dude's voice sounds really familiar i mean he did such a i didn't even realize the entire no no. um and we'll we'll talk more about the master's reveal in a little bit yeah um but from that point on it's it literally is just like the master doing his typical thing of like the doctor's the bad guy and you guys have to 
you know, boil him in oil or something and, yes. and, and make chicken legs out of him or something. And um, the doctor constantly trying to be like, no, no, I'm on your side. I can help. <laughs> Please trust me. Yeah. Just take that exchange that I just did and stretch that into two 24 minute episodes and put a sing song in the middle. Put a sing song in the middle of it and kind of like this this jump cut mental freak out between oh, the doctor geez. and the master. I want to talk more about that in depth because that that is when the episode finally goes off the rail. It's not <laughs> a long enough story to get two rails. It's a single rail. Yeah. It's I, a I, the, like we said, this is a two-parter in an age where I feel like we didn't get a lot of two-parters. Um, not Not many. And it it almost felt like this was a story that was rehashed from a previous Doctor's era, and <laughs> and they were like, "This is too long. Let's make it shorter." And it still didn't work. Yeah, no, it's it, we've run into episodes in the past where it's like, oh, uh, I don't know, I'm just picking somebody. Perry gets captured, and oh look, she escaped, and now she gets captured again, and then she escapes, and now she and the doctor are captured. Where it's kind of the same thing happening over and over again. Yes, and really kind of get that in this story. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and 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 here we have the bonus of oh, Turlo gets separated, and you know he's still kind of I don't know, just iffy in general. Yeah, and I mean, like we're still like in that iffy phase with him, and he's in a dungeon for most of this. Yeah, which I, judging by your notes, you seemed pretty cool with. Yeah, I was fine with it. You know, it would have been great if we had gotten some manipulation from because you know. He's still trying to gain the doctor's trust, mm-hmm. but if we had gotten more manipulation from the master, uh, I think that would have been a nice little wrinkle in this, trying to manipulate Turlo a little more. Oh, definitely, and especially on the heels of, you know, um, not too terribly long ago, just a season prior, we've got the master completely, you know, uh, tricking and manipulating Adric. yes. You know, so so if we had gotten a little bit of parallel there, I mean, especially with just, you know, I mean, at this point for me, you know, Turlo is just not gelling with the crew. No, I mean, I mean, I feel like Tegan's kind of like we have to get him back. You know, she she at least cares the minimum about him, but (laughs) he's like not, you know, he's not really gelling. I mean, at the end, he kind of. I mean, throughout, he you can tell he w- now wants to kind of prove himself to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love at the end when he has the sword and he's pointing it at the master. And he goes, I've had quite enough of you, whoever you are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But Turlo admittedly does have a few good points. Yeah. Uh, in the story. And that, that definitely being one of them. And obviously he tries to help. He's like, oh, Mr. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll get your horse so you can ride away and get shot in the back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. He tried. Oh man, he did try. Um, I, you know what? Were there any show notes? I don't know why. This my first note is there are actually dogs in this episode. Yeah. Were there any there show are. notes about the dogs? I feel like we no. don't really get a lot of um canines besides the actual canine. Uh, in sure. <laughs> in, in Doctor Who. No, there weren't any show notes, but that was also one of the first things I noticed. I was like, oh wow, there's there's like just dogs hanging which would be you know accurate yes absolutely yes points for that but yeah like right off the bat i was like wow we have dogs and little people on set yes yes (laughs) um man so i i mean our our first talking point is we talked about a little a little bit is the king's song um i would i would love a metal cover of the king's song that that when i first heard it like like the tempo of it, I was like, man, I could really kind of picture just like either either a hard rock or a heavy metal version of this song, and I would love to hear it. I have no musical talent. I just, um, the, I mean, I could probably just talk about the song for a while. It just seemed like so, it was basically just felt like a filler. Like yeah. we were filling for time. Like somehow this story was so short that they needed to add the entire, it almost felt like, was it the entire song? Almost. And we have like just shots of people. I I don't even know if they're enjoying the song. They're just kind of sitting there. 
tolerating it. Tolerating it. Nobody seems to like be singing along or, you know, clapping along or anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what like I and we try to be positive here when we watch classic who or just, you know, Doctor Who in general. And up until that point, I was like, you know what? Let's I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to watch this. Uh, you know, we're going to get a new companion character. I don't know what else is going to happen. It's only a two parter. How bad can it be? And then the song started and I went, oh, no. <laughs> not, not only is it OK, it's a two parter. It's got a new companion debut. It's also technically a season finale. Yes, which is even crazier of an, of an anniversary season. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I do not get it. I don't. I, I, I don't either. Um, I feel like I feel like you could almost cut this down to maybe not quite a single episode, but like a an extended episode, like a, a 30 or 32 minute episode. Yes. Rather than, you know, two twenty fours. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I don't just think... streamline the action a little bit. Yeah, Maybe not, not as much, you know, oh, the Doctor's evil. Oh, no, it's the Master's evil. No, it's the Doctor's evil. Quick, let's have a sword fight, which at least that was a good part. Yes, the sword fight was fun, and I thought, like, the way the Doctor won the sword fight was great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, you know, there were some enjoyable elements. Like I said, the the Master, uh, very enjoyable, as as always. And, I mean, that's... That's another like huge part of this story is, oh, by the way, the master is behind everything. Yes. Trying to ensure what the Magna Carta does not get signed. Yes. Okay. And I mean, the, we at times, we're, you know, we're watching this in, in 2020 and we're trying to, I think at every time we watch something, we go, wow, that was a great, um, that was a great cliffhanger or that was a great ending to an episode and the master's reveal here is it actually i mean i think because uh, i opened wiki i opened tardis wikia and wikipedia but i'm not even sure like even skimming through i saw that the master was in this mm -hmm. and then i went oh when he was he was finally revealed i went oh wow that's great the master's gonna be in part two that's cool and then when I watched part two and, you know, they play like a minute back. Yeah. Just yeah. so you remember. In case you forgot. In case you forgot. But I mean, week to week, we have to remember some people probably did forget. Uh, I didn't even like this in part two was when I realized, wow, he was playing that other guy the entire time. Yes. So that's even, you know, that's just just shows you how great of an actor. I mean, we we knew that. But I mean, you know, just to to reaffirm that. I was like, oh, I, I didn't even see him in there. That's always my favorite thing is when an actor plays two parts. Yeah. And you can't even see their their other character in the other character they're playing. Great stuff. Yeah, that that was <clears throat> that, that was my thing. I, I mean, obviously, I knew that the master made an appearance, but I, for whatever reason, I mean, I did the notes early last week and then watching it today. Um, I, it took me a while. I'm kind of sitting there. I'm like, dude, this Giles, dude, like that voice. I know that voice. <laughs> I'm like, just watch. He's, he's the master. Um, but, but think about it in terms of, of 1983, you know, the radio times specifically did not list Anthony Ainley in the role. Um, did not list the master as being in the episode. Yes. And then the master is in disguise for like 98%, 99% of the first episode. And there's that reveal at the end straight to cliffhanger. Yes. I mean, at that time, oh, I would they... have been like, holy crap. Yeah. Oh my God. Ah, I would have been like over the moon. Like that would have been so awesome. They must have gone bonkers for sure. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, after his reveal, I believe uh, Tegan tries to throw a knife at him. Oh, God, this is the best. I love this. This might be my favorite part of the whole episode. Yeah, and the absolute swag that the Master has just catching it in midair. It's the best. Not even looking. He just it catches it. Yes, just keeping his eye on the Doctor and just, like, snatch. So like, good. Whatever. And, I mean, <laughs> uh, 
every interaction between Davidson and Ainley is just great. I, I like there was one scene I think I wanted to take notes, but I was just sitting watching them act off of one another. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is so great. This is just amazing stuff. And I, I, I mean, I will say when they put him in the Iron Maiden, I went, oh, wow. And then I went, oh, that's a Stardis. And I, I was like, this is yeah. good. this is good stuff. So, like, as soon as okay. the master showed yeah, up, we started getting, you know, it started to get better, but still not, you know, amazing. Yeah, definitely. We we started kind of like getting on the gas, getting out on the highway here, and picking up some pace. Um, but yeah, just the the choice that the doctor has to make, and then kind of how they focus on him while the master is acting his way into his TARDIS and, 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 and Davison is just like, Oh, Oh God, he's getting all stabby. <laughs> um, and then boom, like dematerialization sound and <laughs> doctor's just like, Oh, I got played. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I mean, which realistically, I'm like, come on doc. Not every chameleon circuit is broken. Yeah. I mean, you think he, he would have checked. He would have checked, but right. I mean, uh, I was I was glad to see the master in this, but still not a still not a strong story. And um, you know, I this is my first time watching this, um, and I had heard about Chameleon a million times. Mm-hmm. I heard about him a bunch of times. I've heard, you know, I, I don't I don't know what I've just heard the name. I've heard people talk about him, and I went, oh, okay, the debut of Chameleon. This should be fun. Um, Pretty underwhelming, honestly. (laughs) I will say, you know, now that I know it is a a full-on robot, I think that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, for for thinking, okay, this is 1983 on a Doctor Who budget. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, And, I mean, I really... The design of Chameleon is great. I think this we, we kind of get the um his stomach kind of almost looks like what Tony Stark has in his chest during all of the uh Marvel movies. Yeah. Which yeah, is interesting. Version of it, but yeah, I yeah, can see that. A very uh, you know, interesting design there. Um <laughs> I like the idea behind Chameleon, but also knowing that Chameleon doesn't show up till when did you say? Planet of Fire, if I'm not mistaken, like like Turlo's last story. I mean, like, when even is that in where we are? I'm looking at... <laughs> Almost the end of the next season. I mean, Perry's here. Yeah. So it's just like, that's the next time we see him? Uh, I'm pretty certain. That is insane to me. So Now, and this is the thing that gets me, is that, that you know, chameleon can take the look of any person i mean we even see chameleon take on the look of tegan yeah and you know you you didn't have to have the robot being chameleon all the time you could have chameleon technically played by someone who because he's in disguise right and yeah it just it it, just yeah it was very weird because i mean if we, if we fast forward a little bit, we didn't even have a doctor regenerate on screen. We had somebody in a wig face down regenerate into. Yes. So we couldn't have been like, all right, chameleon, this is where we are. And then they just take the form of someone. Yeah. You know, So now now the, the funny thing is I'm looking at chameleon's entry on TARDIS Wikia and we actually get plenty of chameleon in stories, in audios, um, and no comics, it seems like. But down here, as destruction. Oh, no. <laughs> wired up to the data core, Chameleon received a Tryon distress call and redirected the TARDIS to its source in Lanzarote, um, which is where Planet of Fire takes place. A later attempt to establish contact with the Master led Turlo to overload the console to try and disable him. Under the influence of Perry's subconscious... He took the form of Howard Foster, whoever that is, before being almost completely taken over by the master. The doctor used gas control circuitry to give Chameleon a near fatal quote unquote heart attack, after which Chameleon asked him to destroy him, meaning asked the doctor to destroy him. That's too many hymns right there. Woof. The doctor obliged using the tissue compression eliminator. 
Wow. Um, also, Ooh, um, Howard Foster is Perry Brown, or is Perry Brown, so I don't know why I said her full name, mm-hmm. is Perry's uh, stepfather. Oh, thank you. Okay. I clicked I clicked it and checked. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Wow, so, what a demise. Yeah. So, yeah, here, let's, let's introduce this really cool thing. Hey, it takes a lot of effort to... Uh, uh, use them in in scenes and sets. Oh, that's a bummer. We didn't really think about that. Well, let's put him, let's put him back in the TARDIS closet for a few. Episodes. Wait. So his first appearance is the King's Demon on television, and then his next appearance is his last appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kill me, <laughs> please. <laughs> Get any stories destroy me. Do you think there are people out there that like Chameleon uh, more than Adric? Ooh, ooh, ooh! This sounds like a Twitter poll. That's a good Twitter poll. Um, and I would love to hear. I mean, I think it's Adric through and through, mainly because you know he was useful at times, and he also you know saved Earth, even though he exploded. Um, <laughs> Real good. So, but how do you, how do you phrase it? Who is the more disliked companion? I almost, yeah, yes, I think that's how you, mm, I don't know. We would have to figure out how to phrase that. Because that phrasing is important. Are you, or, do you, or do you say who, who was the better companion, Adric or Chameleon? I think who was the better companion, I think, okay. is how you would phrase that. Okay. Um, but also, I don't really know any, uh, any of chameleon's other appearances so someone might be very well versed and be like yeah chameleon was way better because of this well and and that's fine that'll give us good reason to uh to to watch that episode yeah absolutely but chameleon uh kind of underwhelming yeah a little bit just you know just a tad i mean um I'm trying to think if there's anything else that in this story I I I, I really enjoyed. I I will say whatever this Technicolor nightmare Tegan was wearing was amazing. Oh, wasn't that a great outfit? I loved it, and I also loved that it had like she had when they they went into the castle. She had like a was it a I don't even want to call it a jacket. It was like a giant blanket thing that was it, also she, she had a very big like quilt a quilt looking thing yes yeah and that was cool looking too i really liked that as well i thought that was fun but yeah i mean everything else pretty straightforward i mean for the most part um there was there was one line the master had at one point where i kind of had kind of took that moment to try and put myself back you know, in 1983, right? Seeing this episode for the very first time. Yeah. And the master goes, it's time you've regenerated. And I went, oh God, I bet a whole bunch of people went, oh my God. Oh yeah, God, right. Need a new doctor? Not yet. Uh, I also did love the uh, the line where he's the best swordsman in France. And then the doctor says, <laughs> fortunately, we're in England. Yes. I um, love that. That's- Good. That was great, but I think before we, you know, wrap wrap up, we need to talk about the mind war. Yes, oh my god, or as I love to call it, the jump cut battle of wills. That was insane. Oh, it, I love it. I it love was it. crazy. That is, some, that is some three doctors level kind of yeah contact. I had just Ooh. I had just finished eating, and I was like, oh man, oh, I, I'm gonna get sick. This is <laughs> this is too much right now. Oh boy. I love that they just are standing over Chameleon and the master reveals how he controls him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just by sure will, will of the mind. And the doctor's like, I'll I'll take that bet. Exactly. Oh, man. Woof. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there much. were there were some good things here, but I, I don't know if I would um, if I would recommend anybody except for maybe a completionist watch this. Yeah. Uh, absolutely agreed. Or unless somebody is really, I don't know, into the Magna Carta? Maybe. 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 Um, or sword fighting. You want to see a pretty good sword fight? Go watch this part of the Yeah, song, so. there you go. All right, I'm, hit, I'm hitting this open. button here. I'm All hitting right, it. Do it. Do it. Gathering close, it's time for the Behind the Couch Scale. <laughs> Now, the behind-the-couch scale, still in this case, is if it's scary, not if they just want to, you know, look at what is behind the couch instead of watching this episode. 
<laughs> Look, if they're going to go behind the couch, I'm going to send them with the vacuum to uh, uh, perfect herd the dust rhinos. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this I mean, this story is not particularly scary, not particularly threatening. Um, it has a pretty decent reveal, you know, of the Absolutely. Like, oh, surprise. Um, but I mean, I don't think I'd have a problem with them seeing it. But man, there's so many better episodes. Yeah. I would rather they see. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And now that I we are at the end of the episode, that means we are, I'm stretching for time so I can bring don't up worry about I can bring up what we are going to be watching oh, next week. Yes. Next week we're doing a, a longer than two parter. Yes. And it uh once again involves the master. That's right, it does. So we are going to be watching The Time Monster, uh, starring John Pertwee as the, as the, I almost said, as the third Doctor. Get it together, John. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be accurate, yes. It would be accurate. Uh, starring John Pertwee as the Doctor. Uh, Katie Manning as Joe Grant. We have uh, Nicholas Courtney as Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart. And uh, Roger Delgado as the Master. Oh, and we got uh, Sergeant Benton in there. Yes. Love it. There we go. Is everybody traveling? Because this, this lady looks like she is uh, Atlanta. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Well, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Katie Manning and the Dalek? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. It's... Or, or are, you, are you reading about the, the, the plot? I'm reading about the plot. All right. Uh, man. Good times. Good times. Time Monster. Six-parter. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So. Until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ThePodcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BlueBoxUFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. Also, head on over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, let's see here. We're fine, but it, I mean, N-O-T-L-G.Spreadshirt.com or patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G if you want to support us. But I think there's, you know, there's a revolution going on. Maybe we should help support some of those people. Yeah, definitely. Um, Just, you know, there are a lot of good causes of which, uh, you know what, Taylor, let's put some in the show notes. We'll put some in the show notes. How about that? Send send them to me uh, tonight and I will put them in in the morning. Okay, I will do that. Uh, Just just if you want to uh, donate to a a good cause or or something of that nature, just look in the show notes. We'll we'll have that in there. Um, Again, black lives matter. All lives cannot matter until black lives matter. Indeed. It's pretty simple creed, everybody. (laughs) Skip behind it. Makes a lot of sense if you think about it. And what else? If you have, um, we're still in the pandemic too. There's a lot going on in the world. Um, so much. Support your your friends that are artists any way you can. Retweet. Use your voice. Do what you can. Retweet. Support monetarily. Do all that good stuff. Just you know, help out. Everything helps. So next week. Oh my goodness. One ninety four. Yeah getting real close to 200 it's 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 around the corner where we're going to be watching the time monster and we'll talk to you guys next week see ya see ya um let me get no i don't think this is gonna go i don't think this is gonna go too long